0: What's good, everybody? Jack and Lockie here for the Harder Rundown podcast, episode eight of The Return. Today, we're doing season previews. Today, we're also covering the Memphis Grizzlies and the Washington Wizards. Lockie, do you want to start us off with Your the best Grizzlies? intro yet. Slat. <laughs> okay. Fuck, we tried that like five times. So. <laughs> um, Grizzlies, you said? Uh, yeah, let's start with the Grizzlies. Sorry, that was a really weird intro. Um, <laughs> hope, you, hope you guys are killing it during this lockdown if you're in Sydney. If you're in Canada like some of our fans on our Toronto episode, um, bang, bang. shout out to you guys. Shout Appreciate out to the Americans you. that watched some of the other ones. So uh, we're going global very slowly, but yeah, this, this is lit. We're uh, <laughs> yeah, let's start with Memphis,
1: I guess. Yeah, um, They're a weird one. Cause I don't see them having improved that much upon last year, like roster wise. Um, I, I see them at the same wins 38. Cause like, I look at the Warriors improving. They were behind them at, in the ninth seed and I see the blazers declining. That's what, that's what I see happening. Yeah. And so I yeah. kind of see them and every other team will kind of fall into their place. I feel like, um, and the wolves coming up as well. It's like, there might not be room for for the Grizzlies to to move into that. Um well they're are at the eighth spot at the moment, upon last year. But I only see a peak for them as like forty to forty two. Like they haven't made any major signings. They lost Valentinus and got Stephen Adams, which is a, a downgrade. Yeah. Um and Valentinus who like fit really well in their system as well um but yeah i see him at 38 i think i think steven adams is the same he's the same type of player same type of player yeah cool he's a bit um, of a yeah.
0: yeah like i just think like like yeah he's a downgrade he's the same type of player a bit of a downgrade yeah but i think they're trying to keep that core i think they're just trying to build on the like have the same team play again and just see what they can what what they can do with the same team and like do I, do they need any upgrades? Like I think it's I think yeah. this year there's no pressure again because it's they're a growing team. Um, they were they were really good to make the playoffs last year. Mm. Um, and actually gave Jazz a series, which is like something that I didn't even didn't even expect. Expect. Um, yeah, honestly, they fought John. John gone off. Yeah, they fought. I think they lost in six or five. I can't. Uh, hmm, I can't remember. They definitely made it like as competitive as as. You yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, they took that first game, and um, yeah, you kind of saw the Jazz struggle for the first time in a while. Um, but obviously, still can't believe the Jazz lost to the Clippers. Yeah, um, big L. So they obviously scraped into the playoffs, a really hard fought play in dub against the Dubs. Um, John Morant, the real deal, 19 and 7 on 40% from the field. Um, obviously, low shooting percentage, but. Young point guard who's still trying to work his way around the scoring aspect of the NBA. Um, Dylan Brooks showed, oh my God, a defensive juggernaut.
1: Um, he came out of he,
0: remind, he reminds me a lot of Marcus Smart defensively. Um, mm. Like just very smart. He's just always, he just gets in foul trouble a lot. And I think that's his one knock. Yeah. Like he can't be a great defender if you're just
1: always going to be in foul trouble. In my yeah, opinion. often too aggressive. But like he'll, yeah. as a young guy, he'll learn that. Like that's one of those. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um he yeah. he's able to create his own shot. He can shoot the
0: three ball. Um I think he's got all the tools to be a really good second option for this Memphis team. Um <laughs> a big season from Jonas Valentina, seventeen and twelve. Um not there anymore obviously, but I think he'll shine in New Orleans. Um slow-mo Carl Anderson, twelve points, six rebounds, three and a half assists, defensive eight, defensive anchor for one of like a better young defensive teams. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. I honestly feel bad for the guy because he was injured for basically the whole season. Only played, only played 11 games, started four of those, but still averaged 14 points a game and still on a block and a half. So, I mean, in the times that he got on the floor to to even be coming off the bench for seven of the 11 games and still averaging 14 points, yeah, still pretty, pretty good. Yeah, Still pretty good. Um, Grace <coughs> Allen and Brendan Clark, obviously good and productive in um, the minutes they played um so maybe we start with the awards for the upcoming year do you want me to start and you can finish yeah easy uh, i got 42 because i think because there's 10 extra games this year so that's uh, like yeah it could be different it could be different, could be few, different. I they could many. win four more games like all
1: hmm.
0: right uh, like if it was 72 games again i would probably just say like they get 38 again hmm. um but this is 10 extra games, so I'm just going to say, like, 42. I think that's, like, a... I think they can go 42 and 40. Like, I think they can have a positive record in the West. Yeah. Um, rising star, I got Jared Jackson Jr. Um, injuries prevented him from, obviously, having a breakout year, but I have hope that this is the year, if he stays healthy. I um, he's obviously... He's got all the tools to be a really good stretch big man. Um, great rim protector. Uh, yeah, I just think he's he's got all the tools. And, like... Yeah there's also no pressure for him because everyone knows like what he can do kind of thing obviously yeah. coming out of college you saw what the high upside he had um and yeah injuries have just taken a toll but I'm sure he'll be all right most improved I've I'm gone for a bit of a dark horse here Xavier Tillman cool. um second year mm-hmm. man um we'll get some good minutes off the bench he's more of a, he's a very versatile big can play the four he can stretch the floor um makes it hard for obviously opposing defenses he he could because what most teams are doing now is they'll have a a like a small ball five come off the bench he's only six eight small ball five come off the bench um if they if teams are playing five out and obviously Stephen Adams can't guard a five out so having a player like Xavier Tillman come off the bench being yeah. able to make your defense as versatile as possible, I think he'll be most improved for their team, but you could also be like a sneaky star like impact player like there's he he was just a bit of a smoky for me. Yeah. Um, team MVP, Jar, no question. Um, Sean Wise, one of the best young players in the league. Um, impact player, I'll go on Kyle Anderson or Brandon Clark because they're kind of both very similar, um, but they're both great defensively. They're great, good. They're really good point forwards. They can stretch the floor. They can also go one through five. So, I mean, either those two, when they're on the court at the same time, that's when you really start to see the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, they're both impactful in their own right. Um, sneaky star. I've gone for the guy drafted in the draft, Zaire Williams, big wing forward. Can shoot the ball really well for a guy that's six foot nine. Defensive potential obviously could be an elite three and D player, and he's like fits. He kind of fits the Memphis mold, like um, a three point shooter that can really that can play defense, um, but obviously has the high upside to be a really like elite three D player. Mm. Um, so that's what I've gone. I've kind of gone for bit of unusual. Um but they're so the team's so hard to predict. They're an unusual yeah. team. Unusual team. Um but very good. So let's see yours.
1: I like them. Yeah. I I wasn't thinking of Xavier Tillman. It's like 'cause with with the Grizzlies, there's so many um guys who like I'm not I'm not saying that they're held back um in their in the team. It's just like you don't know where they're gonna go. Like Dylan Brooks could come up and like average like 20 a game and be um you know make an all defensive team if he you know play like he played in the playoffs like he was just so solid in all areas um but you never really know but um yeah I got sneaky star I got Dylan Brooks I think he'll take that next step this season to show up in the playoffs is like is like the, the real deal being able to play like that against the number one um seed Utah Jazz so Definitely. I definitely, yeah, Sneaky Star. Um, impact player, I go Kyle Anderson. Based off his, like, production all year round and how he played against the Jazz, like, he's that really solid guy who, um, I mean, yeah, he can slow down the offense. That's basically his his MO. But he's he's just very, he looks, he he's feels very um, comfortable out there. Like, he's not so erratic. When you have, like, a, a starting point guard in John Morant, who is that kind of, high intense player. It's good to have a bit of a um, a contrast in Kyle Anderson, a guy who can kind of do everything. Um, yeah. And hopefully if he can kind of improve that three-point shot, he'll be a bit more, um, I guess, appealing, but he doesn't actually have to. At the end of the day, he's still a really well-rounded player. Yeah. Um, team MVP, Jar, pretty easy. Um, and then Rising Star, i got Brandon Clark. I love like the way he plays, he has so much energy and he's like, he's more skilled. He's not just like this run and gun, big man. He actually has some skill about him and okay. um, depending he, he'll, he'll probably, he'll be off the bench, but it's like, I feel like he'll be that six man and mm. giving like huge minutes, kind of like a, kind of like how Bobby did with the Bucks, but even more minutes, I think, I feel like he's, he's earned that. Um, For sure. And I could see him working with like Jaron. Sharon at the five or Brandon at the five or even like Xavier yeah. five type of thing. Like he, he can work in different lineups. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm I say 38 because I don't, I haven't really seen him improve that much now. Like all their young guns will take a, a an expected step, but I just look at the teams around them and I'm wondering if they can compete with that, but they can definitely yeah. hit like 42. I think um, yeah, the heart they play with, in um that jazz series is like so great for your front office to see because you're just going to yeah. you're going to get a uh, staff in that's going to uh, focus on player development and i'm i'm sure that's what they're focused on now um but yeah that's that's mine for the grizzlies okay so i actually am excited for them as well like they are uh... yeah
0: i've always liked watching memphis play um mm. they go really good against the big teams because it's kind of like a team that you don't like, obviously, you don't know, like, what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and the unpredictability of the team's performances are actually good. Like, I'll, I'll, I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, like, God, who I did not expect them to beat the Warriors. I did not expect them – I expected them to beat the Spurs to get to the second playing game. I didn't expect them to get any games against the Jazz. Um, and I was excited when they beat Golden State because it's like – it's a team that you don't expect. Yeah, and I like that, I like that about Memphis. They they're just a they fly under the radar. Mm. Um and Ja Morant is the real fucking deal. Um God, he's going to be a superstar in this league. Yeah. Um and I think he's going to be a Memphis lifer. I think he, yeah. I think he will be. He's just that he just seems like that type of guy that just sticks around and trusts the process. Yeah. Um unlike yeah. Ben Simmons who is now wanting out. Which yeah. Is good. Um <laughs> I find it weird. He wants. He wants. He has preferences on going to Cali, but why would they like? One, what teams are going to trade for him? Sacramento's already pulled out. Um, Clippers aren't going to trade. Lakers aren't going to trade for him. Um, I think. I honestly think Cleveland or Portland are the best spots, and San Antonio. Those three should be the best spots.
1: He's got. I feel like he's got a bunch of yes men around him, and they don't understand his value, or he doesn't understand his value. But he's trying to push for something higher. I agree do a whole video on that um yeah
0: i know we should um (laughs) so we got washington now who were very weird like a very odd season um kind of out of nowhere um a very slow and poor start their post all-star break was pretty good um they obviously hit their strides scraped into the playoffs they went on that they went on a seven game win streak um they were the third best team in terms of points per game which is crazy that's ridiculous. Um, worst defense in the NBA, though. <laughs> so okay, this is really weird. Third best team in terms of points per game. Uh, worst defense in the NBA, but first in pace. They lost seven out of their first game, first, first ten games. So they went yeah like three and seven to start the year. Mm. Um, Westbrook averaged a triple double. Beal with thirty a game. Um, Rui Hachimura was slow in patches, but of it like he progressed quite well um slow year and injury injury uh, ridden for both denny abdiar and thomas bryan who got an acl tear in his 10th game um yeah and i've just got a little note here i love daniel gafford mm. um i just love the way he plays he just like he's great off the bench he's got energy he fucking he just reminds me of like he reminds me a lot of deandre jordan i think in yeah, terms yeah. of just being that lob threat that can protect the rim um that's kind of all you really need from like a A bench center kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But I'll get into my picks. Um, I got 38 wins. Um, Yeah. I think they might, I think they might like scrape to get into the play in. Um, But I think they'll just be that borderline. They'll be the same as last year. They'll be like an eight seed. Um, And if they win the first game of the play in, they'll be a seven seed. Like I think it's just going to be that type of year. Yeah. A lot of ad- not a lot of adversity, but you've got a lot of young pieces now that you obviously got in the Westbrook trade. Um and I still think that the Lakers gave up so much for Russell Westbrook. Um Yeah, probably too much. But I think his val his value was at an all time high for the past like three years. Like his value was super- like amazing. So mm-hmm. obviously Wizard's got a great package. You obviously got Kuzma, Harrell, um, Corbett Pope. Um and I think I might be missing someone, but um yeah, obviously I think they're gonna uh, be in a plane again with 38 yeah. wins. I think they got like a pick or something. I can't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um rising star, I've gone Corey Kisbert, um, out of Gonzaga. Mm. Elite shooter, defensive potential and super athletic. He's a six foot seven guard, so um very very big, a lot of high upside. Um I think he'll be really good. He'll probably come off the bench, I would assume. Um, but he kind of he kind of fits the a bench role, of just being able to come on, stretch the floor, um, play defense, and uh, finish inside. Most improved, Kyle Kuzma. I think uh, it's his time to shine. You got no pressure really in Washington, but there is a lot of adversity to overcome. Um, but I think he's definitely shown potential to be like an elite scorer in the NBA. Um, he's shown he. I, I'm a big believer in him. Um, but when he fucks up my multi, I don't like him. But for the offseason right now, where there's no basketball, I think um, I think he's good. I, th- I think he can really produce some good. Um, some you know he can just produce for the for Washington. I think mm. that's what they what they've been looking for. Obviously, you got Spencer Dinwiddie as well, who is my impact player. Mm. Great scorer, good playmaker, a bit of a defensive liability. Um, but when you need a bucket, he can be that. Uh, obviously, good number two option next to Brad Beal. Brad Bills, my team MVP, really no question about it. Top 30 game last year. 89 overall in 2K22. I don't know how. How? That doesn't make sense. I don't understand. 2K 2K ratings are shit, bro. Like Brad Bills an 89 overall. What the fuck? To make the playoffs and and the eighth seed as well. Westbrook is
1: an 85. What? Westbrook's an 85 after averaging a triple-double. I've slowly distanced myself from 2K. I still play it, but... Oh. some yeah sometimes yeah, they just like, they just oh. don't give a shit i think westbrook should have been
0: 89 and brad bill should be like a 91 or like a 92 like to average 30 a game on a
1: team that was not even meant to make the playoffs to push them into that Bro, I, they they copy know. and paste the, the game like every single year and then yeah, ronnie true. ronnie fights with everyone on twitter about yeah, it and true. brad bill's wife Good honor, actually. Yeah, very. That was very funny.
0: But um, up. yeah, you're right about the game being the same every year. But I still buy it. Yeah, um, yeah of Sneaky star. I've gone Daniel Gafford. Um, elite rim protector. Uber athletic. Mm. Uh, like I said before, reminds me of DeAndre Jordan. I think he just needs to work on his post game. If the offense was to ever slow down, yes, that were to somewhat exercise some post game. Obviously, having Montrezl Howard there, who's actually kind of a power post player, who's actually good at making moves out of the post and finishing at the rim, like. I think you could learn a lot from him, mm. um, but it also kind of depends on the minutes because obviously you have got Thomas Bryant coming back, you have got Montrez Harrell, and obviously Daniel Gafford. Gafford's probably like the third string, the third string center. Yeah, um, but Thomas Bryant can also play a bit of the a bit of the four as well because he can stretch the floor. So hmm. there's a lot of weird, there. Are, so these two teams they're very unpredictable. I really don't even know like yeah what to pick. I think Corbell Pope will be really good um, for the Wizards. The, he's not on my list, but. I think he'll kind of fit it. He'll fit the team really well. Um, mm. So yeah, that's what I got to say about that.
1: E-o. Um I got them improving by three wins, uh, thirty-seven wins. I think I, I, I think they can, they can get to the exactly what the Grizzlies peak, mm. like forty to yep. forty-two. I definitely yep. see that happening. Um, people are counting them out, but when you have a lot of guys who have just been counted out for their career, um, and they've got something to prove. It's like it's pretty dangerous to put them all together because I feel like they all have that that drive. Um, Siki Star got Kyle Kuzma. I just I really want him to have his big year and just shut everyone up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually I do believe in him. I, I what six six eight six nine forward. Yeah, you can crazy. shoot, handle the ball. He's improved offensively. Um, no matter what people say, the way he he played. Um, I think he played really good defense in the heat series in their finals, but people focus on the offense a bit too much. Um, so I think he can have a, like a career year. I'd I'd say, I wouldn't say second option. I'd, I'd still go third next to Dinwiddie and and Bill, but he can have a huge yeah. year. Um, and Rui Hachimura, I've got him as another like sneaky star. He's, he's been around that 13 mark for, this, for his first two years. I see him, I see him as such a Kawhi, like, Mini Kawhi, Um, and I just want him to have that big year because he he's so efficient from the mid range. He's a good post up player. He's he's like improved a bit on the three ball, Um, and he's like a really strong, really really strong forward. So he can he can go inside when he wants to as well. I really want a big year from him. Um, Impact player. I've got Daniel Gafford. I I look at him as similar to kind of like a Taj Gibson in how oh, yeah. Taj Gibson was in Chicago as that yeah like that really solid impact player and if Daniel you were talking about if Daniel Gafford can develop a bit of a post game and be less of a he, he can be that run and gun type of player throw a lob to but developing a post game I think that's what that's what's going to make him last in this league like he's he'll not only just be a guy you throw lobs to but you can give to um when you need a bucket like just give it to him mm. down low and he has some moves to go to um yeah, for sure yeah uh team mvp bradley bill easy rising star this is hard because there was a couple of guys i was like oh i think they have room to develop i go with, with I, feel like, I feel like i already know what you're gonna pick how which one who did you pick aaron holiday no, I love Ahola. Oh, though. okay, all right, that's, all right, all right. That's a I good pick, though. I, was be, I thought it was going to be a pick. <laughs> I go Danny Avdia. Oh, um, nice. Okay. Before he got injured, I, he was playing. He was playing pretty good. Like only six points a game, but it's like first year. And I look at European players as like they can be hit or miss, but um, just being in that system. You, you look at Luca; just being in that system um, for a couple of years is like so important to their development. And I do have a lot of um, trust in European players coming over and having that impact. So I think he can have a really good year if he can stay healthy. Um, yeah. So again, an unpredictable team in that like 35 to 40 range um, I want, I didn't talk about him, but Montrez Harrell or Harrell, he can have a big year here Um I think yeah. if he can demand that ball and prove to everyone that he can, like, um, although undersized, he can score inside and, and score in one-on-one situations, that's yeah. his. Um, that's what he's got to kind of prove. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just look at them as a bunch of guys who have been counted out or they've just either been, like, shipped around to different teams. Um, and I, I really want them to have this, like, kind of like a revenge year. Um, and, yeah, just, like, show show that they're not just, like, a bunch of scrubs playing next to, like, Bradley Beal. Like, they actually have a legit team and I want to see them mm. make, at least make the playoffs. I think they're a playoff team, yeah. I think they are too.
0: Um, that's for me. So, final thoughts from me. I just think these two teams are very unpredictable, but there is so much, like, room to really shine. And I think that's what's kind of exciting about watching these two teams play. Mm. I love the concept of having Brad Beal with a bunch of like just solid players around him. Um, kind of like last year, but obviously, I think you've just got a bit more star power this year. Mm. Um, obviously, Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been out for the whole of last year, basically. Like very good player. Then mm. you've got Kyle Kuzma. Kispert guess Bert could be good. Daniel Gafford. You've always got Thomas Bryant coming back. I just think you've got pieces to make the playoffs. Mm. As with Memphis. Um, they're very two interesting teams and I'm really excited.
1: So. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll say just quickly with with Beal yeah. having a bunch of guys around him who have that potential of of being scorers and helping him out I think he'll he'll increase his like assist numbers this year. I think his scoring will kind of will come down a bit but his efficiency will actually improve. I feel like he'll have less pressure on himself to to um to score as much as he has been um oh, sure. and that's that's accounting for Kuzma, Rui, uh Hachimura I think uh Coldwell Pope is going to have a career 100 percent um mm. he's been really solid as a like a role player I think he can have a career year with Washington but yeah mm. I, I think he can play a bit more of a point guard bit more of a point guard role um still yeah. being like a 25 plus scorer like 27 28 you know he could yeah. easily
0: average like with the team he's got he could easily average like seven assists yeah yes that's
1: yeah that's, seven yeah, eight that's eight what assists. i want to that will that will kind of push him high on that list of leaders you know yeah um, definitely i think he can definitely be that leader for them but yeah wizards and grizzlies
0: i bet thanks for watching guys yeah. appreciate the support uh we got lakers and celtics a very historic rivalry next episode um two teams that really need to improve after last year. So um excited. Um, thanks for all the support. Um keep it coming. We love Appreciate doing this. Know. 2K content potentially. I was talking to Lockheed about it. I might do a few 2K things. Um Yeah. But yeah, even though the game might just be the same. <laughs> um all right, that's it from me.
1: Lockie. Um man. Shout out Kanye West for dropping <laughs> <laughs> Woo about have and listen to it, what are you doing um uh, yeah, I'm shout worried. out to the man he he's he's watching this in a moment. I was talking to him the other mm-hmm.
0: day. Um, oh,
1: cool, yeah, yeah, so the fucking man appreciate you <laughs> shout out, shout out <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank uh, you everyone all right, um have gosh. a good one Me too <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> we out, <laughs> we out I want to give another. Special shout out to Jack. He turned 22 yesterday. Um, Shout out to you. You actually the one. Jack's actually the one who brought the idea of the hardwood rundown podcast. Talked to me about and said, "Hey, we talk about basketball a lot. Let's make a podcast." So um, yeah, Jack's actually main reason we started all this. Um, So shout out to you, mate. Happy birthday for yesterday. Um, Hope you had a great day, considering the lockdown and all that stuff. Um, I love doing this with you. Love you, mate. And, um, yeah, keen to keep doing this with you. Let's go.